everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Thunderstock show. This is a special episode in memory of 10 years after I graduated college, my 10-year anniversary just about right now. So I'm feeling very reflective. I'm loving the time machine paradox that I've asked so many people in interviews. I'm doing it to myself. The idea of this podcast is to make sure it comes around forever. So in 10 years, I want to come back to this specific episode and see how my answers have changed from now to then. Anyway, the episode today is 10 years post-college lessons, what I would tell myself with a time machine. First lesson, your degree will no longer exist, nor will that matter. Help people achieve their goals and you'll be valuable. Understand the value of leverage. Everyone is self-taught. Number two, 95% of the people you think matter right now will not matter. Be loving to everyone anyway. Why is this lesson number two? Because for so long in college, I spent so much time trying to fit into peer groups like many of us do, right? Trying to party, trying to go out and really thought that, you know, my group of friends then, this is it, this is forever. Well, after college, everyone moves away, does their own thing and gets caught up in their life. Learned that one pretty quick. The ones that, that stick around the ones that will show up at your mother's funeral and your own wedding. Which leads me to number three. You will get married. You will become a father. You become a millionaire at some point. You will become a millionaire. But only after you accept you're worthy of these things. Often what we believe we can achieve is our own is limited only by our own constraints or only... Uh, being held back by our own limiting beliefs. This was especially true for me. I would tell people all the time, oh, I'll never get married. Oh, yeah, I would love to have kids someday. I don't know. And the idea of being a millionaire is something that I always always thought I could. I always sort of wanted to, didn't, but I didn't quite understand until I committed to owning a PE firm. And then I had to fill out a personal financial statement for a bank and realized... Yeah, I'm actually a multimillionaire, according to this balance sheet. Didn't feel like it. Actually, at that point, I felt more poor than I ever felt. So number two is, or number three, rather, is every goal that you didn't think you could achieve, marriage, fatherhood, financial success, business success, you're right until you believe that you can achieve them and then you're worthy of them already because you attract things. You don't chase them. If you if you chase a cat, it'll run away. If you do what's attracted to a cat, it'll come to you. So number four leads me to number four. You can have anything you want, but not everything you want. Okay, so at one point I wanted to be a eSport athlete. Well, I also was doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and CrossFit at the same time. And I was working a full-time job advancing my career, and I had a social life. So at that point, I was so quote-unquote well-rounded that the idea of being successful at a game was not paying the price. The first step is to figure out what the price, what it takes to do the thing you want to do. And then the second step is to determine if you're willing to actually pay the price. So 
obviously there's some constraints. I probably would never become the president or a professional football player, but realistically, when people set out to do something, they can do almost anything they want. They have to prioritize and adjust their time, effort, attention, etc. accordingly. Number five is important. Your mother will die. Appreciate the time you have left. When she asks to go on a road trip, it'll be one of your most cherished memories. I, like many American adolescents, probably took advantage of the situation of having a great mother that was there and really didn't appreciate it until she's gone. I appreciated her the older I got, and then when I became a parent, I appreciated it even more because I understood. But it wasn't until she died that I realized, wow, there were so many days, months, years that I wasted being a shithead son. So if I could go back in time, I would tell myself to be a better son. Number six, you will drink 90% less and parties will stop being fun. This is a blessing. You'll have time, energy, and money for things that truly matter. The best cure for a hangover is being under the age of 25. I was a social party guy back in the day. Nothing wrong with that. But the older I get, the less I care about drinking or doing anything that may detract from my family or my goals or the person I want to be. And drinking really does not help that. Nine times out of ten... The situation does not call for a drink. And uh, the older you get, the the less forgiving your body is for doing it. So probably would uh, reinforce it's not a necessity. Cool. Number seven, no one has it figured out. Everyone's learning as they go. The really successful don't worry what others think, and they ruthlessly execute on experiments. It's trial and error. There's no end end destination. There's not much else to lesson number seven other than I always would look around with imposter syndrome thinking other people knew more than I did or they knew something that I didn't have. or I thought with my college degree of philosophy that I was bound to work like Tyler Durden in Fight Club, these menial, trivial jobs that were soul-sucking. And I just really didn't realize that with the right attitude and the right approach and the confidence in yourself, you can make something out of yourself People have done far more with a far worse situation. So no one has it all figured out. Number eight, take advantage of your low overhead now and go all in on risk-taking when you're young. Once you have a daughter, you will not be able to take these risks. Wives are expensive, but worth it. Invest in yourself until you meet Skylar. In other words, I've dated people before my wife, and looking back, I probably would have been even more selfish in using my time and money. And uh, looking back, I could have taken much more risk when I still lived in my parents' basement. I started a business and I just didn't have the confidence because I didn't have the self-esteem. But in hindsight, I've met dozens of people that have started their business out of their parents' basement and it's grown to be a 40, 50-year-old business, multi, 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 multi millions. And uh, the only thing that was stopping me after my first attempt in 2013 was my limiting beliefs. So once again, no one has it figured out. Everyone's learning as, as they go is number seven. But number eight is take advantage flow overhead and go all in on risk-taking when you're young. Number nine, 
Only your friends can betray you. Acquaintances have lower expectations. Your enemies will surprise you with their goodness. People are mostly in the middle. One of my biggest regrets, one of my biggest lessons learned through the last 10 years is overestimating people, putting too much trust and faith into people that didn't deserve it or didn't prove it or maybe didn't even want it, right? Contextually dependent, probably didn't even want to be trusted that much. And I did it and it got burned. And it was the people that I was the most skeptical of that seemed to be surprising me for the better. So people, you know, your opinion, your perspective, your estimation is usually going to be high or low. In my experience in the last 10 years, people are more in the middle. So find people that uh, are fair and assess the situation accordingly and don't have, you know, a bias towards someone just because they... Just because someone's nice to you doesn't mean they're always your friend. Number 10, achieving your goals will not make you happy. Striving for them will. So play smart game to win smart prizes. The highest peak emotional state is in the pursuit. And once you catch it, you just think of what's the next goal. This was most evident to me after winning my cage fight. Went all in for 70 days in a row, every single day, 5 a.m. to 11 p.m., worked towards this goal, was militant. But as soon as the fight was over, the hangover of what next took me right back down to the baseline beforehand. So playing smart games, the higher leverage opportunities in business, going from being a, a temp digital marketing copywriter to a fractional chief marketing officer in 10 years. Um, it really just depended on cha- like how you play the game. If like I'm always, I've always been aggressive and a go-getter, but choosing higher leverage games, right? So if you play a smarter game, you can win a better prize. I don't want to be the world's best Amazon product description writer. I want to be the world's best marketer. I don't want to be the world's best marketer. I want to be the world's best business owner. Then further after that, you don't want to be the world's best business owner. You want to be the world's best investor. And most most important for me now, today, 10 years later, is being the world's best dad and husband. So keep that in mind. I have a bonus lesson in this 10-year plan. This one's a damaging admission. You still play League of Legends with your friends. You are terrible. It is your worst hobby. This is the only lesson we seem to have not learned. Uh, League of Legends was just coming out when I was in college. I had a core group of friends that played. At the time, I was really into it, and I quit for some years, and then coming back home, being around the computer, I got back on. It is the worst. So hopefully in 10 years, I'm not still playing League. All right, everyone, thanks for listening to my 10-year, 10-lesson, plus one podcast. I hope that at least one of them you can relate to. And if you have any lessons that you've learned in the last 10 years you want to share with me, reach out. Peace.